She's a little like Forrest Gump. She would appear in different eras of U.S. history in little ways, and it added up to something bigger. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Rediscovering Debbie Campbell. This is our Meet the Producers bonus episode. My name is Linz Florin, and I am the executive producer, the story creator on the show, and I'm uh, connected because my stepmom, Debbie Campbell, left me this story, and I found it through cassettes in her life, and I'm following it wherever it takes me. One of the places it took me was realizing I needed help, and so I enlisted the help of Aubrey here through some other connections. I reached out to people at the University of Tulsa. I believe it was the film department. Somebody at the head of that department searched around and recommended Aubrey to me here. So Aubrey, introduce yourself and tell us about how you're connected to the project. Yeah, absolutely. So hello, my name is Aubrey Allen and I'm connected to the project because as Lynn said, he reached out to the University of Tulsa back in the summer of 22. And it was the film department. Lloyd's kind of asked around asking if they knew anyone local who had experienced in podcasting. And I just so happened to have graduated that previous May in which my senior capstone project was a fictional narrative podcast. Freaks of Fandolin. You are under suspicion for the murder and desecration of former council member Dark Ildor. How do you plead? Whoa, couldn't oh, be not guilty. Guilty? guilty. Probably guilty. I'm already You've got to be joking. This is ridiculous. It was actually the first senior project in the film department's history that was a podcast. Typically, people do like a screenplay or a short film or something, but I decided to take the road less traveled by, but I loved every second of it. I guess I was sort of at the forefront of people's minds in the department podcast-wise, and through that, I was able to connect with Linz and this amazing project. Yeah. And I think what made it even cooler was you also have a connection to music, which this project is about, and uh, you even have a connection to people involved in the story. And that's to be unveiled uh, as the show goes on here, but it's cool that you were connected to not only the type of show we're making, but what it's about and the history. You kind of connected some people there by being local. What would you say? I know what I've learned in the course of doing this project. One is that everything takes forever. And this project I thought would take me a few months to get started. And here we are, you know, I've been actively working on it for almost two years now, I think. So it's oh, over, yeah, over two years. So it moves slowly. I have to accept that uh, I can't talk to people when I want to, or uh, there are limitations on who I can talk to and when, and, you know, being able to take the patient slow road to kind of keep putting it together. That is definitely what I've had to learn through the course of this project. What have you learned, Aubrey, from doing this stuff? I've been able to learn a lot about Tulsa's musical history. And like the history of the Tulsa sound and I've lived in the Tulsa area for almost 24 years and have been a part of like local music for about half my life. And so I've always been hearing about these local legends like Leon Russell and Jana Jay and now Debbie Campbell. And so to be able to like dive in and learn more about that area of 
Tulsa and Tulsa Sound and Tulsa's history via like firsthand experiences from people who knew Debbie has been like an eye-opening and fulfilling experience. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I feel like I've learned a lot about the Tulsa music, everything. I mean, some stuff I feel like I knew, but I'm rehearing it again for the first time. And it's such a fascinating rabbit hole. I've also really loved learning more and more about Debbie and her story. The journey of her career is really inspiring, especially like to me as a woman in music myself. In her story, the story of the candy canes really sticks out in my mind because they were an all-female rock band touring the country during the 60s as Beatlemania was spreading worldwide. And I mean, like, just to do that during the time they were pioneers and so bold. And I think a lot of people today would find similar inspiration from Debbie and the Candy Canes, especially fellow women in music, if they only knew these stories. Yeah, it makes it really clear the imperative to share them because I think they would give a lot of people some hope and they would give people stories to learn from and be inspired by. I too have learned from Debbie's just the vastness of her career, who she touched, who she you know, starting in the 60s. And then as a friend of mine put it, it's like she's a little like Forrest Gump. She would appear in different eras of U.S. history in, you know, little ways. And it added up to something bigger. And so that's fun to uncover. You know, the challenge is sort of how to tell that story in an audio sense and then how to tell it in a visual sense so people can learn about it through, you know, videos or other promo stuff we do. So, so Aubrey, you're connected to music. You've been playing music a long time. Tell us a little bit about your musical experience that helps you feel, you know, so connected to a project like this. So I've been playing viola for about 12 years. I started in middle school and played throughout high school, which is where I kind of started taking the time to take it a little bit more seriously. And that led to many different amazing opportunities. I was actually able to play with Jana Jay when... She was the first woman to be inducted into the National Fiddlers Hall of Fame in 2015. After that, I attended the Oklahoma Summer Arts Institute in 2017. And in 2018, I attended the Oklahoma Allstate Orchestra and also had the opportunity to perform with violinist Lindsay Sterling when she came to Tulsa with her Warmer in Winter tour in 2018. And since then, I attended the University of Tulsa, where I performed in the university's orchestra while obtaining a Bachelor of Arts in Music and Film Studies. And today, I'm a member of the Tulsa People's Orchestra, as well as the Tulsa People's Quartet. And I've made so many different connections throughout my musical journey, and one of them being a couple of different connections who will be showing up in later episodes. Yeah, it's just been a whole lot of fun and I have loved every moment of it and I can't wait to continue playing more. Yeah. So what do you want to, like, where would you be taking your music? You know, if you got to drive it, where would you take it? What would you want to do with it? During college, I have expanded into composing. And along with that, like sort of sound designing and sound effects as well. So I would love to start 
making more of my own music, working on projects where I'm allowed to make my own music on. That's cool. Yeah, I've been uh, playing guitar since I was 15. I picked it up and I instantly was, you know, there's the people who pick it up and try to make copies of what they hear. And that was only fun for a little while. And to me, I much more enjoyed writing my own songs or adapting songs that people knew, making different versions of them. I wasn't really good at playing covers of known songs. I might play covers of smaller songs or, you know, not well-known stuff. But it's been really cool because it means that I've always been generating my own take on things, which was unimpressive to people for a long time. And now it's, uh, you know, 10, 20 years later, uh, it starts to be more useful. But I wrote my first song when I was like 12 years old. And I, 11 years ago, I made a challenge to myself that I would write 100 songs that year. And I realized that I could not do it. It wouldn't be just like Lynn's writing songs at home. That just, it doesn't move. You can't force your output uh, quite that way. So if I was going to generate that many songs, that meant I would have to collaborate with other people. Kind of songwriting with a friend over here. We wrote 10 songs together. And then another friend over here, we wrote eight songs together. And trying to do that to get better, to get to 100. And I didn't get to 100. I did get to 49. And that's still great. Two of those I still play today. The others, not so much. But the experience of doing all that meant that I was writing more songs and getting more experience in that way. And what it's been fascinating for me is that through the course of this project, I've realized that my songwriting has been impacted by Debbie because she was one of the first people I watched her write songs. Because when we were visiting for uh, summer, usually she would be writing songs for the sermon that was coming up, you know, on the Sunday. She would find out Monday what that topic was going to be for the minister, and she would try to write new songs so that she didn't have to play old songs every time. And she would try to write three or five and use two of them, you know, or something. And uh, sometimes she would be, she'd have nothing on Saturday morning and would have two by the time Sunday service started, you know. And so I got to watch her do that, you know, young enough in my life that I guess I internalized that and I, you know, kind of have that kind of thing. So... It's been really neat, this project, and the way it connects back to passions of my own artistry. Can you think of any like specific examples of songs that Debbie has specifically impacted or had drawn inspiration from? Or you know, I've found it hard. I've always wanted to write a song about her kind of specifically, and I haven't been able to do that. Everything comes out real cheeseball, you know, it's like... It gets thrown away very fast. But I would say that almost all of my songs, there's a whole set of my songs, I think of them as like anthems. You know, they're like kind of personal encouragement, pull yourself up and out of something kind of songs. You know, I wouldn't call them religious, but they're sort of in the spiritual zone in a sense. And so I think any of those are influenced by her because a lot of her music was that way, you know. And then in the course of this project, too, I realized like, oh, I can start playing her songs on guitar and I can start doing that. And so I know now anything I make has been at least some bit of uh, Debbie is filtered in there, you know, into the the soup of my brain, you know, that puts music together. So, Aubrey, tell us what you're most excited about for this podcast project. I am 
just really excited for more people to know about Debbie. She was an extraordinary woman with joyous tenacity and spirits and not to mention an amazing voice. And I really, really wish I had the opportunity to meet her. But she has obviously impacted so many people. And a part of her story, she ultimately chose Tulsa over pretty much anywhere else in the country because she saw something special about it. And I'm hoping if more people hear her story, which is a part of Tulsa's story, that they'll see something special in it too. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I'm most excited for people to hear the stories. You know, I think there's all these great little stories about life with the candy canes or with buckwheat or these other things that you can't replicate now. The times are different and get to hear about this new sets of events in the history of music in our time connect with it that way. I'm also really excited for the music to get out there and for people to hear the music that we have that we can share. And hopefully we can also get the license to share the things, uh, everything that we would like to share. It's going to be a fun rollout. Well, I think, you know, this has been a little bit about us. If you have questions about what we do or the show or anything about it you can click the link in the show notes and Lindsay and i are always working on really amazing creative things even outside of rediscovering debbie campbell so we'll have all of our contact info down in the show notes you can uh, follow us uh, individually and uh, we'll share about what we're doing there so thanks so much for hanging out with us today this little bonus episode just to get to know us a little bit and we hope to hear from you all as well. So you'll be learning more about us in the coming weeks, in the show, and in other bonus episodes. So be sure to subscribe and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And he walks with me. And he talks with me. Rediscovering Debbie Campbell is produced by Lynn Florin and Aubrey Allen for Growth Network Podcasts. Additional support provided by Brianna Javon. Don't forget to check out the show notes where you can find links to sign up for our newsletter and follow us on our social pages, such as our Facebook group filled with not only fans, but also her friends and family. Thanks to our guests for sharing their stories and to the generous donors who have contributed financially on our website. This is a labor of love, and we appreciate you taking the time to listen, share, and support us any way you can. Thank you. Thank you very much. If you've ever wanted to edit your own videos or podcasts, but were overwhelmed by how complicated the software was, you are in luck. Descript, or Descript, is a magical tool that allows you to edit text as if you're editing a Google Doc. We use it for this show and use it collaboratively with clients and co-producers on all of our shows. And trust me, it's easy to learn. Click our affiliate link in the show notes to discover the magical tool for yourself. And if you want some guidance on how to learn and use it, please sign up for our Magic of Descript newsletter. Hey everyone, my name is Aubrey Allen and I'm a producer here on Rediscovering Debbie Campbell. Together, Linz and I have put hundreds of hours into this project so far and we're just getting started. So if you want to help us continue to tell Debbie's story, 
please click the donate button in our show notes or in our link tree to make a one-time donation. Every little bit will go directly towards the production of this show, which works to showcase and preserve the history of Debbie Campbell and artists like her. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show.